Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. So, hi everyone. Uh, this is the Sales Software Review Podcast. Uh, this is a, like a fun tech show all about tools that help people sell stuff better. We talk to leaders of software brands about what's good or not so good about their products. So you can get the info you need to pick the best tool for your company. Today we have Eric Nowolski of Clay, uh, which is a new type of data workflow tool that enables any team to find the right data, craft custom workflows, and automate their go-to-market strategy. Hey, how are you, Eric? Hey, uh, nice to meet you, Danny. Thanks for having me on. Ooh. So Eric, I just have a couple of questions for you today. Uh, so what's the name of the software product? I already mentioned it, but I wasn't here for you. Yeah, and, and so it, it's Clay. And what the tool does is instead of you connecting APIs of multiple data integrations and multiple things, you just get it all in one spreadsheet so that instead of you setting up all these things yourself, you just get it all baked into one spreadsheet for sales. Cool. Uh, who is your ideal customer for this software product? Uh, any company that's doing outbound uh, prospecting or they have an inbound where they do a lot of manual research when it comes to uh, who's coming in their inbound. If you're doing any kind of B2B manual research today, then you should be using our, our product. Cool. And what does your software help users do that they couldn't do before your software system? It really places scraping capabilities, coding capabilities, and uh, multiple data integrations into the powers of the everyday salesperson. Before Clay, you had to know at minimum how to use no-code tools. You had to know how to use scraping tools. You had to know how to use uh, like, you know, maybe a little bit of code. It was kind of crazy. Like having an engineer would be so helpful. And now we're just lowering the barrier to entry so that everybody would be able to, to use it and can get benefit from it. Yeah, I remember the old days where you write some Python scripts, so just go crawling on webs and scraping data. Huh? <laughs> That's good. So how should users measure success uh, with Clay? Yeah, and so a lot of people are doing it. Um, we're getting people, you know, increased response rates. We're getting a lot, like when positive messages come back, they're a lot more positive. People are loving the emails that you're sending with it. Um, but what I always tell people is, you know, if... I were to tell you that you were able to hire an amazing growth marketer and researcher who could put together any campaign that you want, um, even if the first three campaigns that you launch were just okay, would you like blame the growth marketer or do you blame the person who was giving the ideas to the growth marketer? Because Clay just gives you the capability to just get all of these data points and anything that you'd want to try, you can do much faster um, than without Clay. Cool. Right now is a list that we have and um, this is a use case for us where we found some software companies as on the product list but for some of them we just have the company name for some of them we just have the website url and we're missing some important data that we will need in order to complete our funnel right so i already uploaded that to my uh, clay account uh, but i will let you show us and show everyone how clay can help us achieve our goal yep absolutely and so i'll just share my screen as well yeah yeah and so it's prospect list software companies right yes yeah and so first we just review the data 
for what, uh, what we need. So we need their industry. We need the HQ location. We need the employee count. We need to know how many sales employees they have, their annual revenue, their product category, and then some contact information. Yes. Great. So the first thing that we're going to do is most of these um, enrichments, like employee number, sales, HQ location, industry, all these things, you could get this from their company LinkedIn profile. And so what we'll do is we'll just hit enrich data here. This button allows you to get access to all of the different uh, data integrations and data enrichments that we have inside of Clay. And so they are all filtered. We have the new and popular, and then we have filters on company data and people data and then extras. And so you could just come in here. You could even just put. Uh, and you mentioned you know, that you have more than 50 integration with data scraping tools out there. And some of them are for free. Some of them use uh, like clay credits, right? Yes, exactly. And so that's how the pricing works on clay where, um, you know, we just, we just charge for like bulk access to these uh, credits. And so for, we're going to use the LinkedIn enrichment and we're going to enrich the company. And so we're going to pull the website in and we're going to hit website URL to map. It's just like a spreadsheet. You're going to map the website URL, just like you would a formula. We're going to put it in here. We'll hit continue to add fields and we'll hit save and run first 10 rows. And so now this integration has run and we've enriched all of the uh, websites for LinkedIn company pages. So now we can jump in and we can say, okay, what's their LinkedIn profile URL? We'll add this as a column into LinkedIn profile. And then all of that data populates. What's their industry? We come in here and then all of the data populates. What's their HQ location? They don't have an HQ location, so we have to find somebody. So their HQ location, we're gonna drop that in and we say HQ location. Then number of employees, employee count, and then we're gonna to go to employee count right there and drop that in. And now this is everything that we're gonna get from this. So now uh, we're going to think about, all right, how would we get the sales employee? So again, we're gonna to go to enrich data and then we can just type in headcount and we can say get employee headcount by job title, which is exactly what we wanna be able to do, right? We wanna be able to know how many sales employees they have again. Correct. So all we have to be able to do is map the company identifier, which is their LinkedIn company URL. And then we're going to look for keywords. So um, this is an exact match search. It's not a fuzzy search. So what I would do is look for anyone who says like sales or business development um, or account executive. What other sales title should we be looking for? Oh, revenue partnerships. Yeah. And as you mentioned, or you're doing this, this, all of this before you need to have uh, an engineer right next to you doing this and it will not take this amount of time and you have to customize it for every type of list that you want. Every right? single thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we can just get it at clicks, clicks of the button. We just get it done. So we'll hit continue to add fields and then we'll hit save and run. And now we're going to get the, the information over here. Once it runs, this, this is so cool. And so fast, like you can see real time, how it is processing the data and it's showing it right there on the table. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and so another cool feature that I found because some of the others you have to wait and then they will send you or tools will send you a message when the thing is done, you know, yes, like they yeah. work in the back. No, and this is live immediately. Yep. This is all in your spreadsheet. And so the, um, the one that like, so I'll start while it's running the sales employee number, like we could also do annual revenue. Um, annual revenue is a little bit difficult because there's not a whole lot of data providers that actually get you this data easily. And if they get you that data, like most likely they're just lying because, um, you know, how, how would you even really get this data? The, yeah. yeah. So the department in the company that has no business in lying about revenue data is the HR department. So what I found is if you do a Google search for the company's Glassdoor reviews. So if you say gla site glassdoor.com. And so for those of you who don't know what I'm doing, this is called a Google search operator where you say site S I T E colon glassdoor.com. I'm telling Google only return me results from glassdoor.com. I don't want to know anything else. I just want to know glassdoor.com. And then we'll map the company name as well. So it'll change. So every single Google search is going to be site glassdoor.com and then it'll change the company name. And then we're also just going to put in revenue to just make sure that the revenue number comes to the top. Then we'll just hit continue to add fields again, save and run first 10 rows. And this is a cool tip. Thank you for sharing, Eric. For those that doesn't know how to use uh, Google uh, to the full capacity and limit their search capability, right? So yes, exactly. So we're just going to look at you one. can do the same search on the Google browser, and and it will give you those results as well. But exactly, you can use the same exact one. Yep. Um, oh, I think we need to just change this. So the thing with the Google searches is you just need to ensure that um you like the what you're searching for is like gonna get you the result in the top first uh link because if it's in like yeah. the sixth link in one search and it's in the third link in another and it's the second in another you're never going to be able to programmatically do it so i just changed it to have overview in there and that's crazy that's hell i don't know who goes beyond the third or fourth result on google <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly <laughs> And so see how for this one, it says revenue unknown. So we weren't able to figure that one out anyway. Um, this one unknown. So we wouldn't have been able to get that one. Let's try to find one that we can get it for though. Attention plus care, one to $5 million. Great. So we cool. come in here and now we're going to have the next thing. So clay, like people say that clay is complicated, which I understand. I understand that it's not the easiest to use software in the world, but functionally, you need to just be able to understand three things. The first thing that you need to be able to do is to just set up an integration. So the way you set up an integration like we've been doing is you go to the enrichment panel, you set up whatever you need to use as inputs. It usually tells you what the inputs are. I know the Google searches are a little bit more difficult because you need to know like what you're Googling for. But other than that, it works just like Excel. Like it's still a formula. The tokens still stand for the columns and everything. You're just not putting in like column A, Road yes, to. you're not writing the whole formula. Yeah, it's exactly. That so, Clay do that for you. Uh, yes, Clay does that for you. So that's the first thing you need to do is be able to set up an enrichment. The second thing you should know how to do is how to set up a formula. And so a formula is now we have this data right here, right? It's one of them had it. So see how it says revenue colon colon? Yes. And then it says revenue colon Right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna clip out the 100 to 500 million USD right here. 
And the way we're going to do that is we're going to write a formula. So you can open up the formula column and then we have this use AI button down here. And then you can just text what you want it to do. So we're going to say return all text after the revenue colon from, and then now we're going to map it again from the snippet. So we're going to hit generate formula and then it's going to give you a preview. So it got it here, here, here. It's amazing. Exactly. And so then we're going to hit this. Now we can clean this up even further and we can say, now what we can actually do is we could jump to annual revenue, double click on this, turn this into a formula and say, return all data before the, uh, that parenthesis from, and now we'll do it on the formula we just created. And now we've cleaned it up and we've put it into this box. So now it's hundred to 500 million, one to 5 million unknown, one to 5 million. Great. So now we have the annual revenue right here. There's other tools. There's other places that you can get revenue from as well um, that you can do Google searches for. So if I were to do like site, owler.com, um, revenue, oh, uh, HubSpot revenue. See how in this snippet right here, it says HubSpot revenue was 421.8. Really? You could, if you don't have to use Glassdoor, you can use Owler as well. Um, there's multiple. Yeah, there's a lot of third-party data out there that will give you that, Precisely. but you're right. This is a tricky one, but it's better yeah. like in our case, uh, we like for this case, uh, we have this as an example, the use case, because we want to fill it with play, but we usually ask that in our marketplace. So we have first pay data from the owners, right? Yep, so, exactly. And so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so you can, there's multiple, like Google has built the world's biggest scraper. You just have to understand how to point it at the right things. Right. And so now the next thing that we have to fulfill on is we have to find the contact name and the job function, the seniority level and the job title and all these things. Right. And so the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to, so we're going to open up the enrichment, find contacts at company, and then we're going to map the LinkedIn profile URL. Now, what job titles would you want to search for at the company? We will want to target uh, C levels, right? Um, so. so again, this isn't a um, fuzzy match search. So if you search for chief executive officer, you have to put in CEO as well, because so, depending on how people are going to put it. So CROs, CROs, yeah. yeah. Founder, president, owner. And so then we're going to exclude the keywords intern and assistant, because we just want to make sure that we're finding the top person. Um, co-founder. Oh, I just want to include co-founder as well in case people don't use that. And then we're going to limit this to just one and then we'll hit continue to add fields. And now it's going to run this as well. And so now we get the profiles. And so you can manually check, see how there's no profile found here for this one. So at attention, you know, if you were to manually check this one, we can just manually check it to see like, okay, what does this person's Thing. So head of North America, co-founder and CEO. What, how did we miss that? Oh, cause we didn't put co-founder and CEO. Probably. And CEO. Yeah. The other problem is we only have access to public data. If this person has a private, private profile, profile, we won't get yeah. it. And so this person does in fact have a private profile. 
Um, so that's why it didn't show up in the search here. This is one drawback, but I just want to make sure that everybody knows, you know, when we're doing things like why certain things don't pop up. That person had a private profile, so that's why they weren't detected. And that's normal, and you will find this same block in every other tool, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so then we're going to take contact. This is their LinkedIn profile. Oh, we don't need that, I guess. So we're going to do contact name right here. And then the function, everybody is a CEO, so we won't fill out function, but then their title is right here. And then what else do we have? Instagram, Twitter, contact phone, contact seniority level, contact job function, all these are CEOs. So now let's find, so now let's map their LinkedIn URL. So now we have their LinkedIn URL and we have their names. And now we want to reach out to these people, right? So what we can do is we can hit add enrichment. And the first thing we want to do is find their email addresses. Yes. So to find their email addresses, we could use multiple uh, emails providers. So we have all these email providers here and you could set them up or you could just use our data points where if you click on work email right here, then you automatically get access to Clay Enrichments, Detagma and Hunter that are all set up for you. Now, the way this is going to work is if Clay Enrichments runs, and it doesn't find you an email, you're not gonna be charged these credits. And then if the Tagma runs and it doesn't find you an email, you're still not gonna be charged these credits. And then if Hunter runs and it finds you the email, then you'll be charged with these credits. But if it doesn't find you an email, it's not gonna charge you with credits. So we'll set up this integration. Oh, not that's not their name. Uh, this, this is, is amazing. So you're actually charging by result. Which yes, is... only the results, yes. Which actually is a good differentiator when you go and use other type of tools, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so then every result is gonna be pinged by dbounce because this is our validation provider in this instance. And so even though these tools say that it's a valid email address, we're just gonna check again because we always wanna keep our lists bounce free. So we'll just hit save and run first 10 rows and then see how the, it automatically just adds the tables right here. And then we have, actually we found coverage on everybody just with the clay find work email tool over here. And then we have our uh, validated work email over here, and then we'd be good to go. So it's now- amazing, man. This is, these are double checks. So we're sure that these emails are not gonna bounce. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. So then we'll go, now we found our work email. Let's find their mobile phone number. So again, same thing. There's not as robust of a way to check that somebody's mobile number is correct though. So these, you have to kind of pick and choose the providers that you really trust. So we have Clay, we have Nimbler, we have People Data Labs, and then we have the Tagma. All of them won't charge you unless we actually find an email address, I mean, a mobile number. So we'll hit save and run. And so it sets up all the columns completely automatically. And then see how we didn't find any with this one. We didn't find any with this. Oh, we found two mobile numbers with this one. And then we found another mobile number with this one. So we were not charged at all for this line. And then we were charged the People Data Labs cost for this line. People data labs cost for this line, and then the detagma cost for this line. And this also tells you how much data is out there for in the internet, uh, just with a name, right? And with a yeah. website. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, final thing is you're asking for their Twitter and Instagram. The way I would do this for the companies is to go to uh, our enrichments. And then if you hit scrape website, you could point a scraper at the website and then you could pick the output fields to be their social links. So then we can add this in.
and now it's going to run a scraper on top of their main front page of their website, which then we should be able to get social links from this. And then we can map those social links in. So then we can click the social links. They have a Facebook, a LinkedIn, and an Instagram. So we can map this Instagram into Instagram. And then let's find somebody who has a Twitter as well. These people have to have a Twitter. They do, I know who QuickLines is. They don't have a Twitter. That's crazy. Twitter, 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 Twitter. What the heck? Yeah, this is one thing that we have to, we're working on that like, in order to map data to a column, you have to find where it is here. That's so This is amazing, Eric. Uh, and thank you for showing us this. So uh, let me ask you a question. Um, what is in the roadmap for Clay in the next six months? What we can expect from you guys? Yeah, and so for Clay, all we're thinking about at this point is how do we improve the user experience so that it's easier for more salespeople to use the tool and how do we improve the prospecting functionality? And so what I mean by this is um, many people come into the product and they get completely lost, which I completely understand. It's, it's completely our fault and we need to make that um, experience better for them. And then I would put clay in like, we're the best enrichment tool in the market because every time people are like, well, how good is your data? I say like, how good do you want it to be? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, because we don't own any of the data. If there's a database that you think has better data than we do, tell me about it and we'll just integrate it and we'll make it one of the providers. Like we're we're very platform agnostic to which data providers we, we go to. So on an enrichment case, we knock it out of the park. There's no one else who can compete with us, in my opinion. Um, but where we need to get better at and what is on the roadmap is the prospecting use case. And so what I mean by that is it's very easy for you to go into Sales Navigator and pull a list of, Every person who's in the banking industry who is an account yeah. executive or a salesperson um, at companies with 500 to two, like 2,000 employees in New Jersey. Like you can make that list very quickly. You could get all these people. I mean, LinkedIn doesn't like it, but then you could scrape that and you're good to go, right? Um, in Apollo, that's also a very easy experience. They've got a great database um, and that works really well. And so in Clay, we're trying to replicate that as well, where you can do all of your prospecting in one place instead of having to bring in some lists and, and do that. And so that's very much what we're working on right now. I, I even saw that you can even write personalized emails for them, right? Yeah, we didn't even get into that. Um, so uh, so uh, then all this data that we found, you can feed that data into OpenAI and then you can write personalized lines, which we'd probably have to do a whole other call about because I uh, I have everything on my YouTube channel about that, but I have to go to another one. Thank you, Eric, for showing us this. And can you share your YouTube channel so people can go ahead and learn more about Clay? Yeah, if you just search my name, it's just Eric Noslowski. So, yeah. Good. So thanks again, Eric, for having uh, this uh, interview today. And um Happy to have you and happy to use Clay uh, for our needs here in Cloudtest. All right, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, bye. See you next time, Eric.